weekend wrap-up and Monday Night Madness on Beyond the Airwaves, the Infinity Project. Good evening, everybody. It's Monday night. You know what that means. Time for another long week, but hey, we'll get through it. Don't worry. Anyway, this is Beyond the Airways, the Infinity Project, and because it is money, that means it's time for Weekend Wrap-Up and Monday Night Madness. I'm your host for tonight. I am Oddblogstream. I'm currently joined in the line by two of my crazy cohorts. First, we have Red Ranger Tim. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, my dear. And we also have our friend from last week, he's joining us on a, who hopefully try to join us on a regular basis, James. We got to give you a nickname, hey. buddy. <laughs> or you can use Toonhead. You can use my old. You can use my handle. Okay, Toonhead. What do you think, Tim? Yeah. I think Toonhead would be a good one. All right, cool. Toonhead, it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Tune. All right, our Toonhead, James. Let's see. Now, uh, Mike, our resident joker, he is out and about tonight, so that's fine. And our Asian magician, Janet, she's got a weather situation, so she may or may not make it, depending, because they're having, they're having thunderstorms in her neck of the woods. So. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's so freaking hot and dry here in Alabama, it's like we're turning into Arizona. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, uh, it's it's hopefully starting to cool down here in SoCal. Yeah. But, uh, or no, summer summer is like the the house guest that never leaves. So. Oh, but. try here. You know what the temperature is supposed to be on Friday? 99 here. Ew. It's like it's almost <laughs> October. We just started fall today, and it's going to be this freaking hot here? Yeah, we're in summer light over here. We have summer, summer light, and wet season. Those are the seasons <laughs> we have over here. <laughs> yeah, usually, well, here it's like summer, summer, fall, Indian summer, maybe a little bit of winter, spring. <laughs> <laughs> if we get snow summer, around, when we, from- when we do get snow here, it's crazy. <laughs> oh. I'm a, I'm originally from Chicago, so I, I kind of miss having four seasons. Yeah, <laughs> I've been living out here in California for for over thirty years, and I'm still adjusting to this crazy weather out here. Oh yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, something big kind of happened last night. I think it's called the Emmy Awards. Of course, I didn't watch the show, so I have no clue. <laughs> I never, I never liked to watch. I've, I've never really been a fan of award shows, especially when they start adding all the political talk. It's like, look, just get the award accepted and go, will you? <laughs> yeah. All right. So. I'm going to put the link into the chat. Speaking of the chat, right? Nobody else is there. We usually have like one or two other people join in the chat room. So when they do, I let everybody know. <laughs> All right. So anyway, of course, last night was the Emmy Awards. And uh, these are all this year's winners in the major categories. Uh, for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series, the winner was Tony Shalhoub from The Marvelous Mrs. Menzel. 
And let's see, That's outstanding. A good yeah, I need to try that because I heard it's really good. Let's see, yeah. uh, outstanding supporting actress in the comedy series. The winner, Alex Borstein from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. All right. Yep. Let's see, outstanding lead actor in the comedy series. The winner was Bill Hader from Barry. Hmm, never heard and, that. Yeah, I think that was on HBO. Let's see. Uh, then, outstanding lead actress in a comedy series. The winner was Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. That is on Amazon. Wow. And the funny thing is, I, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Remember her? She voiced that android in Solo: A Star Wars Story last year. Yes. <laughs> All right. Outstanding reality competition series. The winner this year was RuPaul's Drag Race. Hmm. Is that on network television or is it streaming? I think. You know, I have to check. I'm not really sure. Let's see. Outstanding lead actor in a limited series or TV movie. The winner was Gerald Jerome for When They See Us. I'll be honest, I have no idea what that's from, so... (laughs) Let's see. Outstanding lead actress in a limited series or TV movie. The winner, Michelle Williams for Fosse Verdon. And let's see. There's outstanding the outstanding limited series. The winner was Chernobyl. Outstanding okay. supporting Curly. actress. In, yes. Curly. Oh. The studio. Gotcha. Yay! She made it! Man, I didn't know whether or not I'd be able to. <laughs> It has been raining like a cow pissing on a flat rock around here the last couple of hours. Oh, my. Yeah, I believe it. (laughs) So. Yeah. Well, anyway, Tim and James are here. Hi, James. Hey, Janet. Ah, you made it, James. Yeah. Yes, he did. did. And he has a and he has a show nickname now too called Toonhead. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tim, were you happy yeah. with the Game of Thrones Emmy winnings? I didn't watch the Emmy any um, at all, and I haven't seen the last season except well, I know how it ends because I allowed myself. Game of Thrones spoiled. got almost made a clean sweep. Yeah, it got tw- it got a total of twelve. Oh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, but that anyway, is a lot uh, of Emmys. Yep. Let's see. Outstanding supporting actress in limited series or movie is Patricia Arquette for the act. I believe that one is either Netflix or Amazon. I can't remember which one. Let's see. Then supporting actor in the limited series or movie Ben Whishaw for a very English scandal. Let's see. The winner for the TV movie, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. <laughs> oh, what? my. That's the name of it, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> James, before we carry on, when I try to suppress a laugh, I will make some of the strangest noises. Just like what I just did. Okay. Now, this one might surprise you a little bit. Outstanding Variety Sketch Series. The winner was Saturday Night Live. Oh, I'm it's surprised. been around for a while. 
You'd think yeah. that as long as Saturday years. Night Live has been around, that the originality would wear off. Yeah. Nope. After all, look what happened to that one guy who had been hired and then got fired, right? I heard right, about for um, oh. making rude, rude comments. Not yep. nasty rude, but I think making um, prejudicial comments. Yeah, but it was enough, though. So, mm-hmm. All right. Outstanding Variety Talk Series. The winner was Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. <laughs> Love the title. Let's see. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama. Tim, this is yours. Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones. Our old buddy Ty- Tyrion, Tyrion, Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion, thank Tyrion. you. Tyrion. Okay, but it is spelled T-Y-R-I-O-N, correct? Correct. Tyrion Lannister. Good. All right. All right, Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Drama. The winner was Julia Garner from Ozark. That, I believe, is on Amazon. Let's see. Am I making any noise? Not enough to do anything. You're fine. Let's see. Outstanding lead actor in a drama series. The winner was Billy Porter from Pose. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series is Jodie Comer from Killing Eve. Yeah, she. Play, I think she played Eve. Mm-hmm. The lead. Oh. And just a little bit I've seen in the previews of that show. Man, she is a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's just. I see. I've seen some. I've seen some bits and pieces of Killing Eve. It's like, man, no wonder they're winning awards. <laughs> By the way, that's on BBC America. Uh, let's see. Outstanding comedy series. The winner was Fleabag. That's on Amazon. Outstanding drama series. The winner, Game of Thrones. Woo! Like I said, I bet you that makes you a happy camper, Tim. Well, you know what they say. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a Game of Thrones slot machine I've started playing on Facebook. <laughs> when you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Well, I haven't died yet, so I must be winning something. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. And here's some other here are some actual here's some other things to note. Let's see, uh there was uh, outstanding guest actor in a comedy series. The winner was Luke Kirby, who played Lenny Bruce in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Let's see, outstanding guest actress. The winner was Jane Lynch as Sophie Lennon in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So she took some, she took some awards home, too. Uh, let's see, outstanding directing was Fleabag. Outstanding writing, Fleabag. <laughs> The outstanding drama series, of course, was Game of Thrones. Or Game of Owns. <laughs> Let's see. Most of these I've already seen. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Outstanding guest actor in a drama series. Bradley Whitford as Commander Joseph Lawrence in The Handmaid's Tale. That's a Hulu one. Let's see. Outstanding guest actress in a drama series. The winner was Cherry Jones as Holly in The Handmaid's Tale. And Felicia Rashad was has been in This Is Us. I didn't know that. Let's see. Outstanding choreography for scripted programming. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. 
Let's see. That's Outstanding. Yeah, that yeah that just finished up on the CW if I remember right. Let's see. Uh, Outstanding choreography for variety or reality programming. The winner is World of Dance. Never heard of that one. Uh, that's that one with Jennifer Lopez and uh, let's see. All right, let's see. Outstanding directing went to Ozark. Outstanding directed for limited series. The winner was Chernobyl. Let's see. Outstanding directing for a reality program is Queer Eye. Is clear what? Queer, Q-U-E-E-R, Queer Eye. Queer, uh, the full <laughs> title of that is Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Right. Oh, I didn't know that was still on the air. Yeah, but this is on Netflix now, so. Let's oh. see, Outstanding Directing for a Variety Series. The winner was Saturday Night Live. Let's see, Outstanding Director, eh. Outstanding Directing for a Variety Special. The winner was Springsteen on Broadway. Mm. Uh, Bruce Springsteen did Broadway? Nice. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Outstanding okay. director. What? I don't want to say outstanding directory. <laughs> I am not going there because I trip over my tongue a lot, too. <laughs> outstanding directing for a documentary nonfiction program. The winner was Free Solo. Free Solo. Well, Free Solo has got nothing to do with um, it's got absolutely nothing to do with Han Solo. <laughs> okay, what is the solo of the title? Well, I gotta check. I have I really don't know, <laughs> but I've heard a lot about this. Okay. Okay, Free Solo. Uh, professional rock climber Alex Honnold attempts to conquer the first free solo climb of famed El Capitan's 900-meter vertical rock face at Yosemite National Park. El Capitan is what Capitan Kirk just about fell off of. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Outstanding documentary or nonfiction series. The winner, Our Planet. That's on Netflix. Outstanding documentary or nonfiction special in 2019, Leaving Neverland. Let's see. Outstanding fantasy sci-fi costumes. The winner, Game of Thrones. They have, did have some really cool costumes. From what oh, little yeah. bit I saw. Let's see. Outstanding hairstyling for a limited series or movie. Foss Verdon for the FX. Let's see. Out, outstanding hairstyling for a multi-camera series or special. The winner was RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and I, I watched a little bit of the, one of the episodes the other night. Uh-huh. They make very convincing-looking women. Uh, let's see. Good. Outstanding what was for reality. Oh. What'd you say, James? What What network is that on? I can't hear you RuPaul's very well. Drag- what? You said what, what? What's RuPaul's Drag Race? What network is it what, on? What? Oh yeah. God! I think I was looking on Netflix at the time. Okay, I can go. Yeah, hold on, I can go back. Taking over. Yeah, these streaming sites are really taking over in the awards. Uh, you don't mm-hmm. see any of the network shows up anymore. Very few nowadays. Yeah. 
I'm surprised oh, Big Bang Theory wasn't yeah. uh, mentioned. You surprised what wasn't in there? Uh, Big Bang Theory? No, I didn't see. It looked like it wasn't even nominated at all. But anyway, um, outstanding informational series or special. You're not going to believe what the winner was on this one. Anthony Bourdain, Parts Unknown. Oh, hey. Oh, wow. Once he lost his, um, his um, sarcasm, you know, his mm-hmm. sarcasm. And no reservations. Yeah. He was very, very cynical, very, very acidic in his remarks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you know what I'm talking about then, James. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here's I a good one. Watch it, but his attitude really turned me off though. Huh? Yeah. His attitude yeah, turned I, James I, I, off. Yeah. Well he kinda of mellowed it. towards the end of his end of his career and mm-hmm. life. Yep. Outstanding interactive program. NASA and SpaceX, the interactive demo one launch. YouTube. <laughs> wow. Okay. Alright, so I think we can stop there because everything else is like I'm starting to see everything else again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. You see, I usually don't watch the award shows anyway, because usually they'll start going into um politicize. Yeah, exactly. That's what turns me off from these award shows nowadays. Yeah. yeah. There's a time and a place for stars to express their opinions. Mm-hmm. And guess yeah, what? Yeah, just not at award shows. Just not on national TV during an awards show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, well, now it's time to have some real fun. Time to go to the box office. We go to the top. Top or bottom Ooh. first? Yeah. Top. Top. <laughs> We start the top, always. <laughs> yep. Yep. The winner for this week, this weekend, was Downton Abbey with $31 million. Mm. Now, if you're not familiar, that is the movie based based from the uh, long-running show that was on PBS. Yeah. Which features Maggie Smith, for, you know, I thought Professor, I McGonagall, Professor McGonagall from the Harry Potter movies. And the current Doctor Who. She's in the current. She's in the Jodie Whittaker Doctor Who. She oh. is. Yes, she I is. Down to Nappy. Yeah. Oh. It's what role? James. What Hi. role? What role? Oh, I I I can't remember. Okay, well I don't know her character, but she she, she does appear on that series Okay, cool, I'll to. look for that Alright, let's see Anyway, uh, Downton Abbey Downton Abbey was at the top Ad Astra, that's the one with Brad Pitt Did $19 million And Rambo Last Blood did $18.9 million So the three new movies were all at the top And knocked It, Chapter 2 From 1 down to 4 Was $17 million Ooh. And then Hustlers got in fifth place with $16.8 million. Oh, speaking of it, in the trailer for the new Addams Family movie, mm-hmm. Wednesday, Wednesday comes in and she's carrying a red balloon. And mm-hmm. Morticia goes up and says, what is that? I don't know. 
And she pokes at the balloon and says, usually when you see one of these things, there's usually an evil clown attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I might break Direct down and poke see that it. The trailers look pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I like the animation style is a little different, though. Okay, yeah. carry on. All right. Well, we went to the top. Now let's get to the bottom of the heap. Oh, we're gonna yep. get that foghorn ready. We're gonna, we're gonna need that foghorn. Oh yeah, because we've got <laughs> eight movies. You see, the re- the reason I like to do this, some of these movies they don't even make a thousand dollars at the at the box office. <laughs> oh my! And there are in fact, eight movies. We had this one week. last week. In fact, we had one last week whose total take was eleven dollars. Yep, just mm-hmm. eleven bucks. Yeah. Just eleven. <laughs> Bucks. Yep. Wow. All right. That so anyway, here two people. Yep. Only two people came to see it. Yep. Well, anyway, here are the losers for the week. Uh, first, we have Chained for Life with only nine hundred twenty-six dollars. Uh, Heading home, The Tale of Team Israel, six hundred seventy-two dollars. The Mountain, six hundred dollars. The Other Story, five hundred fifteen dollars. Bethany Hamilton, Unstoppable, $378, which is actually up 29.9%. Then we have Mike Wallace. Then we have Mike Wallace is here with $303. Then we have The Chambermaid with $197. And let's see. Let me find my short drum roll because now it's time to announce the winner, or should I say the loser. But I'm tish. The movie is Rapid Response with a whopping $113. That's it. <laughs> Better than the 11th oh. from last week. Yep. Fire the phone. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's three foghorns. <laughs> that's three ten fog, seconds. Yeah, that, that's bad. Man. And I shine is now in the chat room. Hello, I shine. But yeah. <laughs> it's you know it's so I I just love having fun when you, the top is great and all, but it's so much fun when you go to the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, but how do you think the producers of those films must feel? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Makes you wonder what was the budget going into. What were they thinking, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I'll give you two. I'll give you two perfect movies of what the hell were they thinking? Dragon Ball Evolution and Jim. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they corrupted perfectly legitimate cartoons. Yeah, because I will tell you, I'm not the, I am not, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Dragon Ball fan. I do know enough about it. When I saw the 30 seconds of that commercial for that movie, I said, I'm not even a Dragon Ball fan. I know the Dragon Ball fans are not going to be happy with this one. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Shirley, you you, um, found the um, update to this article I posted. Yeah. Mhm. Um, let's put it this way. Um, 
I don't know if we really want to save this for Thursday. I think we might want to go and do this one right now. All right. Because I'll put it can this I way. The, um, can I read the article? Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me, let me fire off the Supernova Rant Rocket because it's definitely worthy of it. Oh, yes. Fire All right. away. Four, fire Okay, let me, um, you can put it in the chat. I'll read the update, too, if it's okay with you, Shirley. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, this is courtesy of the Daily Mail. And it was posted 13 hours ago. I found it yesterday. A school resource officer in Orlando, Florida, has had his duties suspended after he arrested two elementary school children, including a six-year-old he accused of battery when she threw a temper tantrum. Kaya Rawl was handcuffed and taken to juvenile detention after the incident at Lucius and Emma Nixon Academy, her grandmother claims. Excuse me, hold on a minute. Oh, it's a little dry. Officer Dennis Turner, who was assigned to work at the school, made the two arrests on Thursday for unrelated incidents without following procedure and seeking approval from a watch commander, the Orlando Police Department confirmed. The department told DailyMail.com that pre-authorization is required under the department's policy for arresting minors under age 12. An investigation into Turner's actions is underway and his duties have been suspended. Turner made two arrests on Thursday, accusing students ages 6 and 8 of misdemeanors. The name of the children were not released by police due to their ages. However, the identity of the six-year-old, Kaya Rall, was made public by Marilyn Kirkland, who said she was the child's grandmother. Okay, and I just lost my place. Okay. Kirkland came forward because she said she was outraged over the arrest and how it was handled. How do you do that to a six-year-old child? The upset grandma told WKMG. Kaya, according to her grandmother, was acting out in class and taken to the school office where she kicked somebody. A school staff member had grabbed the young child's wrist in an attempt to calm her down, and she responded by lashing out and kicking at the person. That's when Turner made the arrest. Kaya was handcuffed and put into the back seat of a squad car, her grandmother said. Okay. Oh. I'm just letting somebody express their opinions there. Mm-hmm. She's charged with battery, the grandmother says. No six-year-old should be able to tell somebody that they had handcuffs on them and they were riding in the back of a police car and taken to a juvenile detention center to be fingerprinted and mugshot. Kirkland said Kaya has thrown a tantrum at the school because she has sleep apnea and that she told Turner the family was working to resolve the sleep disorder. Well, I have sleep apnea and I don't behave like that, the grandmother recalled the officer responding when they spoke about the incident and how it was being handled. A statement from Orlando Police Department said when it was discovered that the officer had not received authorization to arrest the children, a police supervisor took immediate corrective measures. 
A transport officer who was not aware in approval was not obtained ended up taking the eight-year-old to the juvenile detention center where the child was processed and later released to a family member, cops said in a statement. A second transport officer did verify approval was not obtained and the process for the six-year-old was stopped immediately and the child was brought back to school, said police. Police Chief Orlando Rolon said the Orlando Police Department has a policy that addresses the arrest of a minor and our initial finding shows the policy was not followed. As a grandparent of three children less than 11 years old, this is very concerning to me. Our department strives to deliver professional and courteous service. My staff and I are committed to exceeding those standards and expectations. The department recruits retired cops to work at schools. Turner had retired from the department last year, according to the department's Twitter account. Mm -hmm. And there's more to the article. I think it's just repeating the same thing. Yeah, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Okay, you want to well, read the follow-up well, since you're the one that found it, Shirley? Yeah. Be more than happy to. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, there is an update to this. I'm happy to say that school resource officer has been fired. Right. Yay! Good right. for good for people doing the right thing. Now, how do they yeah. make it up to the child who will probably be scarred for life against cops? Mm-hmm. Good question. And I'm th- I can tell you this right now. They cannot play the race card on this one because the officer was black. Wow. Uh, all right. So, here it is from CNN. Wow. An Orlando Elementary School resource officer who arrested two six-year-olds in two separate incidents was fired today said Orlando Police Chief Orlando Roland. So Orlando was the chief of police in Orlando. Huh. All right. Roland said during an afternoon press conference, the department was trying to give the officer at least the benefit of reviewing paperwork and statements. It was clear today when I came into work that there was no other remedy than to terminate this officer, he said. Roland added that one of his top priorities as chief of police is to earn and protect the trust between the community and its officers, and this incident put that trust into question. On behalf of myself and the Orlando Police Department, I apologize to the children involved and their families, Roland said. Now, police initially said one child was eight years old, but Roland said money, they were both six. Last week, the officer arrested six-year-old Kaya Rowley at the Lucius and Emma Nixon Academy in Orlando after she reportedly had a temper tantrum in school. CNN does not normally identify juveniles in such cases, but the family has spoken openly about her. Uh, the Lucius and Emma Nixon Academy said it had no comment on the incident today. Uh, the girl's grandmother, Marilyn Kirkland, told CNN affiliate WKMG the school called her on Thursday to say Kaya kicked someone and was being arrested and charged with battery. Uh, Kirkland says Kaya sometimes experiences side effects from sleep apnea and the family is working on getting the condition resolved. She claims the first grader was arrested, fingerprinted, and had mug shots taken. However, police say the child was not processed calls to Roll's grandmother, Marilyn, were not answered this morning. Uh, State Attorney Aramis Ayala said today that her office would not prosecute the misdemeanor battery charges against either child. I refuse to normally play any role in the school-to-prison pipeline at any age, she said. These very young children ought to be protected, nurtured, and disciplined in a manner that does not rely on the criminal justice system to do it. The Orlando Police Department oversees the school resource officer who made the arrest, and they say the situation was not handled properly. 
Uh, let's see now. Earlier, Jan already said this. According to the department, the arrest of any person under the age of 12 requires the approval of a watch commander, and this approval was not obtained in this particular case. Oh. Okay. Excuse me. I will be back in about two shakes. Okay. Oh. All right. And let's see. It's not over yet either. Um. Let's see. In a statement provided to CNN, the police department said the second transport officer verified approval was not obtained and the process for the six-year-old was stopped immediately. The child was returned to the school prior to being processed at the juvenile assessment center. The statement also mentions the school resource officer in question arrested another child in a separate incident. The first transport officer was not aware and approval was not obtained, and the other child was processed through the juvenile assessment center. The child was released to a family member a short time later. Rollins briefly spoke about the arresting officer's history with children Monday, saying the officer had a personal incident involving his own child years ago. Rollins said he could not go into details at this time. Uh, uh, like, like Janet, I, I also uh, uh, suffer with uh, sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. I have a CPAP machine for that, and yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> uh, Me, wow. I'm supposed to be using my CPAP machine, but the problem is, I only have it for my nose, and the problem is, once I open my mouth, that thing becomes useless, right? Yeah, I have the I have the mask that covers the uh, the nose and the mouth. Lucky you! I need one that covers the nose and the mouth. Cause all I got yeah. is the nose. I started out with a nose, and it's really uncomfortable to speak with. Yeah. Oh, here's me. All right, let's say higher. All right, well, okay, um... You know, we're, you know, all of us here are practically tired of reboots, reboots, and reboots of reboots, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think you guys already know where this one's going. Uh, yeah. Guess what? Uh, I have a pretty Walker, good idea. Yeah, Walker, <laughs> Texas Ranger is getting rebooted. And guess what? It ain't going to be Chuck Norris as Walker. It's going to be Jared Padalecki as Walker. <laughs> no! <laughs> Basically, I can just say this right now. <laughs> no. 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 Somehow no. I can see that. Hell no. 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 Shut no. up. Okay, if they keep the formula the same, if they keep the formula the same, then it might, well, Jared Paladecki might work. Yeah, that's, that's they, the catch, though. If they keep the formula the same, but if, the, if they do, that means Jared Paladecki had better learn martial arts. I that's think he knows that. Yeah, but anyway, but that's what uh, Walker this, with. Yeah, but anyway, uh, this is courtesy of the ABClub.com. It is a good reliable website. Uh, let's see. So, good thing he can grow a beard because Jared Paladecki is new Walker Texas Ranger. So. Jared Padalecki counted to infinity twice. Quit it, Princess. Oh, Oh, my. 
Jared Padalecki can win a game of chess in only one move, a roundhouse kick to the face. Oh, and there's no chin behind Jared Padalecki's beard, just another fist. All right, this is going to take some getting used to, but Deadline is reporting that Jared Padalecki from Supernatural and the Gilmore Girls has been tapped to star in a new reboot of Walker, Texas Ranger, taking over for former meme star Chuck Norris. The project is being developed by Valor's Anna Frick with Lethal Weapons' Dan Lin and the aforementioned Padalecki as executive producers, and it's being shopped around by CBS TV Studios. Lay down. Oh. Denline expects that it could land on the CW, Padalecki's home for the past few decades, but it could also get picked up by CBS itself. If it does get picked up by the CW, this could be a much younger, skewing, sexier version of the show than the original, which might be best known to modern TV viewers for the stupid, out-of-context clips that Conan O'Brien used to put on his show, but even that reference is pretty old at this point. Either way, the show will be about Padalecki as a man returning to his life as a super cop in the Texas Rangers who's always do- who always does what's right. Also, the show is expected to be a total reboot of the original series, not a sequel with some direct connection to the original, so there's no reason Chuck Norris has to be involved in this at all. Assuming the CW gets this, how many episodes will we be able to do before giving Jensen Ackles some kind of self-referential cameo? Three? (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, it's like, stop, stop, stop. Oh, <laughs> it's like seriously, yeah. Hollywood has run out of ideas. Yeah. And see, we uh, we we don't get to see shows like Forever and uh, Intelligence. We don't get a chance to see those develop. But yet, yep. they sell out money for reboot. Yeah. And historically, they don't do well, with the exception of what, uh, Hawaii Five O. Yeah. That's the exception, but it, it's it's not history's against it. Right. Because so far, Hawaii Five O is entering its tenth season. It is within wow. striking distance of the original. The original lasted Hawaii twelve. Hawaii Five O is the only reboot that's worked. Yep. Yeah. Because so. naturally, they wouldn't call it Hawaii Five-O if they were filming it in California. Yeah. <laughs> How did Magnum P.I. do? And they rebooted it. I don't it. know. Yeah, they, yeah they've done... Let me see if Magnum P.I.'s back yet or did it get canceled. P.I. I I anything about it. Let's see. Are you hmm. little, little colored pig? All right, let me see. Was it canceled or was it? Okay, uh, looks like Magnum PI did get renewed. It's coming back. Wow. Mhm. I've seen a couple episodes. I didn't care for it. Yeah. Yeah, no, MacGyver's back for another season. That one is actually good. Yeah, uh oh. There, that's better. All right, let's see. Um, but yeah, Man of PI's back. 
Let's see. The, of course, we all know the Murphy Brown reboot got canned, so no more of that. All right. Let's see. I'm back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Sorry oh, about okay. that. Okay, here's Einstein. Yeah. Here's Einstein. Uh, hey, Shirley, I had a good weekend. The Houston Texans beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-20, to and the Houston Astros beat the Los Angeles Angels 13-5, to making them the AL West Division Champions for the third year in a row. Yay! Congrats, so in other words, so in other words, Houston beat up Los Angeles in two different sports. <laughs> Will you quit That's being a blanket hog dog? Oh my! Oh my! I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. What else is new? We talked about the Emmys, the box office. Oh yes, uh, a little bit of sad news to report. Two actors passed away over the weekend. One yeah. was Aaron Eisenberg, who played Nog on Deep Space Nine. He died. And he was only 50. From what I can tell, from what I heard in the story, he was taken to the hospital in critical condition and later died. I'm not sure oh. what the cause of death is yet. Yeah, he was uh, really but here's, Yeah, but here's something that might be, provide a clue. He had received two kidney transplants, the one most recently in 2015. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. But according to see, he had medical issues since he was a child. So, oh. it's possible it could have been, it could have been, it could have been, the kidney may have been rejected. You know, sometimes that'll happen. Yeah. So you know that's yeah. that you know that's sad news for the Star Trek fans. And then found out today Sid Haig, um, who did some cult classic movies, he died today. He was eighty. Yeah, that guy's an icon in that genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a yeah he was he started in a lot of horror of the horror movies, uh, particularly a movie called House of One Thousand Corpses. <laughs> yep. And the Devil's Rejects. And three from hell. And oh my. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, let's just say you, you you wouldn't find him in normal mainstream movies. You would find him in more of the like the uh, what do you call it? The B movies, like the B movie style horror movies. Yeah, and he's also a fixture at a lot of uh, conventions. Mm-hmm. He's appeared at a lot of those. Ah, but yeah, you know, thoughts, you know, love, thoughts, and prayers to the families and the friends and the fans of both. Yeah. Well, it seems like we've got a lot. It seems like we're getting a lot of you know people dying again. But the problem is, people are getting older. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I'm back. Welcome back. Oh, sorry about the dog interruption. Yeah. Oh, listen to this. Here's what Einstein said. The funny thing with the Texans versus Chargers game, it was brother versus brother because JJ plays for the Texans, and I think 
Which one plays for the Chargers? Is it Derek or TJ? <laughs> Let me see, because there are actually three brothers. There are three Watt brothers in the NFL. <laughs> Please excuse yeah, the background. Okay. Quit bunching up the blanket in one corner, dog. Oh, my. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah, so... Derek is the one who Derek plays for the Chargers and TJ plays for the Steelers. Okay, now we got it. First time we've had I think that's the first time I've seen brothers in the NFL since Peyton and Eli Manning. Oh yeah. <laughs> My dogs are playing tug of war over the blanket. Mm-hmm. Cosmo wants the whole darn thing. Yeah, but yeah, there are three Watt brothers in the NFL. So, <laughs> Cosmo, will you quit it? And JJ versus Derek. <laughs> oh, wow! No, yeah, that's her last name. What? That's her last name. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Well, 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 I, I got uh, one point twenty one. What? That's <laughs> <laughs> <At> sixty. What? <laughs> that light bulb. We need that a light bulb. Sixty. What? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, we're going nuts. What? What? I'm trying to find a link to share with you guys about this video I saw on Facebook. I'm, you guys, some of you guys might have seen it when I shared it, and I'll, I'll share the link as soon as I can find it. But it's uh, you share it with your sister. Video. Oh my! Of this hilarious flight attendant on, I believe it's Southwest Airlines. Oh my God! It, it, was, it was filmed over St. Patrick's Day weekend. I don't know if it was this year, last year, whatever. This guy I've is seen, hilarious. It's the one I'm thinking of. I've seen that one. It is hilarious. From Bailey, from Daily Bird Tax? From what? Daily Bird Tax. No, but um, you get a lot of them on, um, I think I saw a lot of, I've seen a lot of them on YouTube. I mean, that could be where she got it from. Mm-hmm. No, no, Daily Bird Tax is the one that uh, published the video. Originally. Okay. Trying to find a if if only all flight attendants could be this hilarious. I can read it to you, but I just can't read it as fast as it'll play. So mm-hmm. guys, the flight attendant, he's got a little green squiggly thing on the head. He says, "You're traveling this evening aboard our Boeing 737-800 series aircraft. We're going to ask for your attention while the flight staff pointing out the safety features of this aircraft." We're going to ask you to pay attention to my ex-wife up here and her two new boyfriends there in the central Iowa. I've now, seen folks, it on YouTube. Event, now, folks, in the event that you haven't been in... i got to rewind it now. Now, folks, in the event... You know, I'm going to pause it right there until I read that line. Now, folks, in the event that you haven't been in an automobile since 1942... Our flight attendant has to show you how to fasten the seatbelt. So you do this, 
to unfasten it, you do that, and that seat belt needs to be low and tight across your hips, just like the hot pink, hot pink speedo I'm going to be wearing when we get to a hotel hot tub tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now, folks, if you don't like see it on YouTube, and <laughs> Tim, Tim, now, folks, you, I've you, seen it on you, YouTube, and you're right. I know, but I'm trying to share it with, to share it with everybody else. They're helping me. Now, folks, if you don't like the jokes or the service tonight, there's eight ways out of this airplane. Do feel free to use them. There's two forward exits, four overwing window exits, and two rear exit doors. Those signs on the ceiling and the disco lights on the floor, they'll lead you to these exits. In that seat back pocket in front of you is a safety information card that outlines the safety features of this aircraft, as well as our evacuation processes. Please take a moment to look it over. And in the event that Captain Michael decides to turn the Love Airlines, Southwest Airlines, into a cruise this evening, somewhere between here and Manchester, we're going to instruct you on how to remove the life vest from beneath the seats. Folks, this is a life vest. It is not a toilet seat cover. Quit it. (laughs) (laughs) You bring that black strap around your tiny little waist, you snap it in front and pull it. Ah. He goes too fast sometimes. And pull it to tighten. To inflate the life vest after you exit the aircraft, you pull down on the red tab. And for those of you that have to do absolutely everything the difficult way, well, you blow into that red tube located at the shoulder. The very best of luck to you with that. But then kick paddle, kick paddle over to the shore. This cabin crew will be behind you shortly. Oh, folks, you'll be able to recognize us. We'll be the ones carrying the liquor kit at our world-famous fresh peanuts. <laughs> now that can <laughs> They're passing through the cabin at this time to make sure your shoes and socks and handbags match. <laughs> Folks, I'm really sorry, but I have to say, what I noticed during this parade of morning, so many of you need a little fashion consultation. But take it, just cram it, and shove it all way underneath in front of you. Now, folks, it's a non-smoking flight for the next hour and 37 minutes over to Manchester. But for those of you that have to enjoy a cigarette this evening, we have two entertainment lounges for you. One's out there on the left wing, the other one right across the hallway on the right wing. And if you think you're talented enough to light it, oh, you you can certainly smoke it. But for the rest of us, we're going to enjoy two feature films this evening, Gone with the Wind and Bye Bye Birdie. Ladies and gentlemen, this message is very, very clear and very, very simple. Don't be naughty in the potty. Leave that webcam alone in there or you'll end up on YouTube next week. Now, folks, it's $2,200 for tampering with a... Ah, you got too fast. We're tampering with a smoke detector in an aircraft laboratory. And, folks, you know if you had $2,200, you'd be on U.S. Airways in first class back over there to Manchester tonight. Now, the cabin crew and I, we certainly would have shown up for work tonight if we had anticipated a decompression. But in the event of a decompression four, saffron yellow, odor pot mass designed by Gucci and Martha Stewart, well, they're going to drop from that compartment overhead. To start the flow of oxygen, you have to first stop screaming. You let go of the person next to you. You reach up, grab that mask, fully extend the plastic tubing, Place it over your big nose and mouth and continue wearing that mask until otherwise notified by one of your four fabulously dressed flight attendants. As the flight attendants that you'll see running around the cabin absolutely naked tonight, folks, they just simply cannot be trusted. Now, ladies, for those of you traveling with someone that's going to need your assistance this evening, ladies, yeah, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Yes, ma'am, that very dear husband of yours. Dear, when those masks fall, you may want to sit back. 
think about it for a bit. Diamonds, diamonds. For those of you traveling with your children, why? <laughs> and for those of you, for those of you that are traveling with two of your children, what in the world were you thinking tonight? So when the mask fell, well, put the mask on the bright one. That one's going to contribute to your retirement most successfully. Ladies and gentlemen, do us a favor this evening. Thanks for coming out and joining us over the holiday weekend, St. Patrick's Day. Sit back, relax, enjoy our in-flight hospitality, or you can sit up. That choice is yours. A pleasure to serve you this evening. It is certainly ours. And, folks, we have one final message for you. We love you. You love us. We're much (laughs) faster than a bus. We hope you enjoy our hospitality. Marry one of us, and you'd fly free. Uh, Folks, you have an hour and and 37 minutes to think about that wedding proposal. But you need to know, one of us is a little higher maintenance than the other three. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man! <laughs> yeah, and then I just found this old—I found this old joke that Tim had posted that day. Did you hear Julie Andrews, who no longer endorsed cheap lipstick and crumbles easily and makes her breath smell? She explained the super color fragile lipstick gives me halitosis. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>
Oh, here's me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tim for this yesterday. <laughs> Wish we get this. Dear sweet baby Jesus, thank you for this cold front. And please let all them damn mosquitoes freeze to death and then go straight to hell where they belong. Amen. <laughs> I did the same thing with the love bugs. Oh yeah. Hey, oh, speaking of that, Shirley, did you see the picture I I shared earlier today of that football player from UGA? Uh, no. I have to look. Hold on. It's on my wall. Okay, I'm heading there now. <laughs> Jake from State Farm. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> There's a quarterback for Georgia's name is Jake Fromm. And the thing, and, and, you know, Jake Fromm State Farm. Remember the commercial? Yeah. yeah. Jake Fromm State Farm. State Farm. <laughs> I wonder if he's ever been joked about with that. Probably. <laughs> Having a good laugh tonight, James. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, um, we're almost out of time. We're down about two minutes forty-five seconds. So, here's what we got this week. Uh, tomorrow, of course, is New Cars Mill Tuesday, and for New James, that's basically new video games, anime, manga, Blu-ray DVDs, and music. And Tim will not be here because he will be at the rabbit hole per usual. That's where he usually goes on Tuesday, so that's fine. And I'll be here though. And public oh, service announcement related to that. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, tomorrow, the rabbit hole is having a double feature. Ooh. Yes. A two for the price of one. Starting at 730 Central, there, uh, the guest is going to be Ricky Rocket. I don't know if, if any of you three know who that is. Nope. nope. Oh, from He's Poison? In, from Poison, yes. Yeah. Yeah. He has had oh, paranormal wow. experiences, and he'll be joining us at the rabbit hole to talk about it. That Ooh, runs from seven thirty until eight seven thirty until eight thirty central. So all, all three of you could conceivably come by and watch him, and that be over with before our show starts. That's true. You're right. So it'd be five thirty my time, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then uh, immediately after that, we'll have Rob Guttrell back at the rabbit hole. And then after that, we'll have the, our Beyond the Shadows after-hours show on Facebook. I don't know what, what its topic is going to be. And we've hit 13,000 subscribers on Hot Road Media YouTube channel. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So here we're here. Right. Please do me a favor. Go no. out there. Click like and subscribe. Even if you yeah. don't like general, just do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I already have. I didn't do. Yeah, but anyway, uh, let's see. That let's see. Then Wednesday, it's food fascinations where we talk about the restaurants that no longer exist. I found yep. that three Whoa. weeks ago. Yes, you did, Janet. So it's basically it was her idea. So. Jenna gets credit for that. Uh, see, then of course Thursday is the free for all, and Friday will be the summer of naughty Mad Libs. There were only two left this Friday and next Friday. You want to okay. try and make it to that, James? I definitely want to, to make the Thursday one with the, the restaurants that are no longer open. Oh, that's 
That's Wednesday, actually. That's Wednesday. Oh, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wednesday's food fast days. Yep. Thursday's a free for all. And then mm-hmm. also okay. coming up, um, I think I've probably mentioned this before, but I'll probably mention it again at least once a week until it occurs. Uh, Monday, October the twenty-eighth, tentatively, uh, will be will be will be swapping the schedule up a bit. That's normally a Monday where we do a weekend wrap-up on Monday Night Madness, like tonight. But instead, that weekend, that is a one-off thing, we'll be having our Halloween episode of Secrets of the Unknown that Monday, where Mm -hmm. we'll be talking about Ohio State performer Tony in Mansfield, Ohio. And we have guests, yes, at the Mm -hmm. floor, lined up. I'm going to plan on making it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely definitely will want to be there. All right. Well, anyway, I'm not, not going to say how many for sure. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know the word guests was plural, meaning more right. than one. Oh yeah. So be on the lookout right. for that. All right. Well, anyway, we're yeah we're running a little over, but that's okay. So um, please remember to follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. And follow us at our website, beyondtheairwaves.weebly.com. If you ever miss an episode, there are three ways to catch up. First, there's the Stitcher.com app available on iTunes, Google Play, and the Amazon Kindle Store. Second, you can listen to or download full episodes of the show from blogtalkradio.com. And finally, you can find us on iTunes. Just do a, just do a search in the podcast for Beyond the Airwaves, and you'll find many of our episodes there. So with that in mind, I'm going to say love, peace, and chicken grease. Everybody have a great night, sleep well, stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow for New Car Smell Tuesday. Shana! Buenas noches, mis amigos. And no, I don't drink those techniques because my life is already interesante. All right, that is all for tonight. Have a great night, and remember... You m- I almost had him. I had him. I almost had him. <laughs> you stuttering prick, you. Shut up! <laughs> now we got this one. I'm Groot. Mm-hmm. I'm Groot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm Groot. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> and finally, let's see. I'm going to choose... I don't let this surprise it. I'm going to go with this one. I have very large, hairy blank. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, All can right. I request the fourth one? Yes. Can we, can we have uh, uh, Lieutenant Jefferson Hamburger, please? Oh, of course. Let's go with it. We are going to make America great again. No. 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 Hell no. 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 Thank you, Tracy Morris. Oh, yeah. All right. That's all for tonight. Have a great night. We'll see you tomorrow. Night, y'all. Good night.